0: happening. Tom Lydon with you, Westwood Living Podcast Network, joined by Christopher Bean. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are we doing today, Tom? I'm good. We are in the shed at the Bean Family Farm, and there is some uh, excitement here because you're going to have a couple busy weeks coming up.
1: We will be. We've got some Christmas trees and a lot of other beautiful holiday decorations on their way in.
0: So it's clearly busy just planning for all this, and it's also a little bit of a turn from what you did throughout the spring and summer, which really focused on the vegetables and the corn and the livestock and you've got cows now which we'll get to but how much did you learn last year about this art of moving Christmas trees what should we expect
1: yeah it can be a little tumultuous um, changing of the seasons and getting ready for all the different stuff we have coming up ahead but um, you know we had a great pumpkin season and a great turnout we sold a lot of beautiful pumpkins this year despite the uh, super wet summer that we had Uh, The vegetable season was awesome. We had one of our best sweet corn crops we've ever had, thankfully. And a lot of people love coming out for that on a weekly basis. And, you know, we're just about to kick off the Christmas season here with our opening day of Friday, November 24th, coming up fairly quickly after Thanksgiving.
0: Unbelievable. So you have how many trees coming in tomorrow, Tuesday? We're recording this Monday. So you have tomorrow, Tuesday, how many coming in?
1: So tomorrow we have about half of the inventory showing up, all fresh cut over the weekend, premium. Uh, balsam fir Christmas trees and then on Wednesday we have uh, all of our wreaths and a lot of our other holiday decorations showing up Uh, those are all handmade and then um, we make a lot of handmade decorations and bows in house especially my grandmother and uh, we'll be taking all of those wreaths and decorating them in house and putting all the handmade Grammy bows on them and and, you know getting getting ready for opening
0: Friday. I can speak from a little bit of experience last year I was a little late. I got very lucky. I think I got one of your last five trees that were here and I didn't get it that late. I mean, we're talking December 10th, maybe something like that. So in terms of my own advice to anybody who's thinking about setting up your house for Christmas, do it early because you get your best pick. That's true. And Friday's the first day, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. The one thing I've noticed over the last few years is uh, the Christmas tree business has almost become cutthroat for inventory from talking with my Christmas tree farmer that I work directly with in Nova Scotia. Each year the supply is somewhat limited, and the demand is only increasing, so <clears throat> unfortunately tree prices have been creeping up uh, year after year, but uh, we're still getting a lot of beautiful Christmas trees in, and I, I tell everybody that I talk to, make sure you come sooner than later to get you know a beautiful tree for your home.
0: can't believe I didn't ask you this yet, but you and your grandmother were featured on the cover of the August issue of Westwood living. So what was that like for you? What kind of feedback did you get from the town?
1: Uh, It was incredible. We had tons and tons of people come through the farm stand and, and give us a, a huge boost of confidence for the farm. And everybody was super proud of what we were doing here. And, Uh, Just a lot of great compliments and a lot of feedback on that awesome article that you wrote. So thank you very much for that. Oh,
0: my gosh. Absolutely my pleasure. I really enjoyed getting to meet the entire family. It was kind of moving to me to see, I think, there what, 19 of you all told? Yeah. All right. To see all 19 of you on what was Father's Day. Kind of cool. That's how long out we had to plan. But that was neat. It was nice just to see the camaraderie that all you know your dad and his brothers have and to get to meet your grandmother and then we did the party here on august 24th and got to celebrate your grandmother's birthday so right that was amazing when you really think about the number of we had 363 people
1: i know i can't believe it it was such an amazing turnout and not only did we get a lot of compliments on the article but people were raving about that party that was great and we couldn't have
0: done it if we didn't do it together so i appreciate all that and i've also appreciated uh learning a ton more about farming and how amazing it is that something like this exists in Westwood. And truly, uh, I appreciate, and I just got to know you, but your own dedication to it. So I guess a step back, what really moved you to want to jump in full bore and take this over?
1: I guess um, what I tell everybody, I think it all started when I was a kid, being the oldest of all the grandchildren Um, I spent quite a bit of time on the farm with my grandfather, who was running it at the time. You know, I I just think I caught the farming bug from him. I think it was in my blood. And, you know, growing up as a young kid, I I fell in love with the animals and, you know, all the farms that my grandfather would take me to. And I just loved being on the farm, being in the tractor with him. You know, as a little kid, I'd be out there picking rocks while he was plowing the fields. And I just, the older I got, the more I wanted to to do work on the farm and, and try and make something of it. And then him passing away and seeing the farm kind of lay idle for a couple years, you know, I decided I wanted to be the one that, you know, resurrected it and kept it going and keep the family tradition alive.
0: You know, and speaking with your uncle, Tom, he said, Chris, the perfect guy. He literally reminds (laughs) me of my grandfather, bigger than my grandfather, but the personality. And I think that that comes with the charm of running your own local farm where people want to get to know you. They want to feel like, hey, I know that guy. He literally is my local farmer who I buy my stuff from. I mean, that concept is really cool. It's nice to be able to put a name to a face and talk
1: to the person producing your food.
0: No question about it. And if anybody drives by Clapper Tree Street, the Bean Family Farm right now, you may want to look and all of a sudden we see some cattle, right? (laughs) This is new. Like all of a sudden the cows, uh, take us through what we got cooking over here. So
1: in um, I'm doing some regenerative agriculture, which is basically a holistic approach to farming where we are treating the land with respect and we are giving the land rest and we are giving the land time to regenerate soil organic matter for future cropping seasons. So what I did, as soon as we were done for the farming season with all of our vegetable crops, I uh, fenced in both sides of the street all of the farm fields that I'm currently working. We seeded down all of the fields to pasture mix and winter rye, and that is to keep the soil stable and reduce erosion over the wintertime as well as produce organic matter and, and keep weed pressure down. But the biggest part of all that was adding a couple cattle to the fields to graze down that forage as it grows in to keep it at bay provide feed source for an animal and then in turn the animals you know feeding the soil uh... organic matter with its manure so it's kind of a holistic approach to you know keeping the land maintained and using animals to do that instead of burning diesel with a tractor to mow it or or turn it over and So that's how the fields will lay this winter and then come again in the spring. The cattle will go back on it and and eat down all the forage before it becomes, you know,
0: too tall up to your knees and the cycle will continue. But you were telling me as people drive by to rest easy because it's okay that cows are outside. Right. They're they're made for the outside. Explain that.
1: So cows are probably one of the best animal to have in cold weather, especially in New England, because they love the cold. For humans, I would say our 70 and sunny is about 35 degrees to a cow wow. so our 70 and sunny to them is about 35 they enjoy the cold weather they have four stomachs and uh if you look at a cow in the winter time you'll see steam coming off their back they basically have a giant internal oven when they're converting grass into energy inside their you know inside their metabolic system so cattle love the cold they have a thick winter coat and then they have a thick layer of fat on their hide that keeps them insulated year-round so it, Most people think, oh, you know, it's cold for the poor cows. But in in theory, they actually enjoy the cold weather over
0: the heat. So the cows aren't the only new thing that's here. As of 10 days ago, I see this brand new driveway, which has gravel. So you expect a lot of traffic with people coming in. And how is this going to help? Because one thing that we can all agree on is that prior to these stones being dropped, it could get muddy. So right. you're offsetting that, and I think it looks great, but it also serves a practical purpose, right?
1: Right. So we did expand the driveway on the farm. We made it twice as wide so it's easier for our customers to get in and out. We also paved about a 15-foot asphalt apron at the entrance on Clapboard Tree Street to keep the road clean. And uh, we put down a beautiful new layer of inch-and-a-half crushed stone and expanded our parking lot. That way we could keep the, the parking area cleaner and you know keep the dust down on the dry, windy days and keep the mud off people's feet and off the car tires on those wet,
0: rainy days. Yeah, it makes sense. So everyone has their Thanksgivings, and then you're going to get here what time Friday, and when did do the doors open for people to come by their trees? So Friday morning, we'll be opening at 10 a.m. We
1: expect to be open seven days a week until we are sold out of all inventory. Uh, Monday through Friday, we're going to be doing 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturdays will be the same, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Sundays, we're gonna close a little earlier on Sunday nights at
0: 7 p.m., so 10 to 7. What I love to see is when two different partners of mine team up with each other, and you're doing that with Ed Jones and Iron Hog Barbecue. What's that all about? So Ed Jones
1: obviously was a huge success here with his beautiful catered barbecue food for that Bean Farm Bonanza on August 24th. Ed and I have partnered up for the Christmas season and he's going to be you know making his beautiful barbecue food and serving it to people as they come to buy christmas trees and have a little table set up so that when you come here and shop, you have something to eat while you're here and grab a hot cocoa or something like that.
0: And that's not every day. That's what days?
1: Just, just on the weekends. So okay. I, I believe he's going to be here Black Friday and then Saturday, Sunday. But then um, each week after that, he'll just be here Saturdays and Sundays making food when we're really busy.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Well, that's perfect. Listen, I know you're busy. I wanted to give you the opportunity to tell people that it's time. It I, is. I know we have some early adopters <laughs> who already have their houses set for the holidays, but... I'm looking forward to getting my own tree here, and I know a lot of other people are too. So hopefully this helps drive some traffic through the new driveway. I know. Christmas trees will be here before you know it. Unbelievable. All right, that is Christopher Bean from the Bean Family Farm. I'm sure you're going to start your craziness. The holiday season starts early this year, an early Thanksgiving, so an early Black Friday. Get here 10 a.m. this Friday coming up. And as always, thanks so much for listening to the Westwood Living Podcast. If you can ever think of someone who you'd like me to have a conversation with, just reach out, T. Leiden at bestversionmedia.com. I'll find that person. We'll have a conversation and we'll share it right here on the Westwood Living Podcast Network. But for now, from the shed at the Bean Family Farm with Christopher Bean, I'm Tom Leiden. Thanks so much for listening.